Support for INS Podcasts comes from BD, helping all people live healthy lives. Visit them at www.bd.com. Hey, hi, this is Michelle Barrett, Infusion Nurses Society. I am a nurse educator, and I am here with Mary Walsh at our annual convention in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 2016. We are having a fabulous time, great meeting, and wonderful speakers. Uh, Mary was one of our speakers uh, yesterday, wasn't it? She was. And she spoke on mentoring the new infusion nurse, the infusion therapy nurse, and I'd like to speak with her today about that a little more. Um, welcome, Mary. Thank you for joining me. This is Thank fun. you for having me, Michelle. That is fun. Um, tell us a little bit, well, tell us a lot about yourself. Tell us about you and your experience in infusion nursing and your experience and background with INFs. Okay, um, I've had a long experience in infusion therapy, which I'm, I'm proud to say. It is something that I really love and enjoy. Um, it's been over 25 years that I've been practicing infusion therapy, and it's gone quickly. Um, in different roles I practice, I practice on an infusion team, I practice on a PIC team, I've practiced in home infusion, and I've practiced in long-term care. I have enjoyed every one of those, but each of them bring a completely different opportunity to learn, to mentor, um, to articulate needs for patients, and to advocate for patients. I, early in my career, was encouraged by my first nursing supervisor as an IV nurse to join INS, which was then called NIDA. Mm -hmm. And it soon changed to INS soon after that. And we had the really the honor of having a really wonderful chapter in New England mm -hmm. and the New England chapter of INS has pretty much paved the way. Uh, very active, very aggressive chapter, um, wonderful education opportunities. So I was able to move through joining committees and leading that actual chapter and then moved into a more of a national opportunity that came by to join the National Council on Education mm -hmm. and that was yeah. a five-year opportunity, which led to um, a director-at-large position and then subsequently to a two-term president, which if anyone had ever told me a long time ago that I would do that, I would say, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. But I'm awfully glad that I was wrong because it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. And INS is the premier organization, and it really sets the standard for patient yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And... Um, I, I feel, you know, because I've known you from way back into the NCOE stuff, and too, that, that INS in itself is kind of a mentor overall to infusion nurses. I mean, it, it, there's so many people that can help you and so many resources and avenues that are just fabulous. So I would agree, Michelle, and I think that what's really important is they, they are, they're really a click away. It's yeah, that yeah, simple yeah. as a member. They are a click away. Um, Every piece of information that you need, library documents, you know, prior publications, how-to books, what-to books, when to institute yeah, things, yeah. you just have to have the question, and they really have the answer. And that's what I've always found beneficial as I've moved through different jobs, is that it isn't an answer for just one particular situation. It's an answer for everything I need to know. Yeah. And yeah. I, for me, I need that. And as a mentor, because I know that's definitely part of who you are and, and what you do, you need to have the resources available to you and be able to have something that says, okay, here's where I can find it. Yeah, I agree. And INS is a mentor. It's the organization mentors, thousands of IV nurses and, and staff people that work uh, in the industry that are not nurses but really want to learn and know. Sponsorships with corporate um, 
educational opportunities so that we can learn the most of the, the brightest, the most up-to-date information. Mentoring to me comes natural to nurses. I think that not everyone is perfect at it, but each of us is really good at it. So how do you, how do you define then a mentor? What is the concept? What is the meaning? How do we know if we are a mentor? It's a great question, and we actually talked about it a little bit yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, I, I actually chose a little bit to define what a mentor was and what a mentee is. Who's okay. a mentee? Yep. Yep. And what's the difference between a preceptor and a mentor? Because I think we, we kind of just put all the terms together in the mm -hmm. glass bowl, and what we pull out, we pull out. But I really do believe that there is a difference. So to start a little bit on the basic level, I think the preceptor is somebody who is asked, and usually any clinical situation to kind of guide that employee through the new development of the department. They've joined the department, they've come new to work, and you are going to orient them to the unit or the department. Okay. And you actually go really pretty much like by a care map. You actually do this on week one, this on week two, okay. this on week three, and you follow along. You may do some just-in-time education because everything doesn't come up as planned, as yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. But generally, you're finished in a time frame maybe four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, 12, whatever is, is decided. And then there is a relationship that remains usually a little bit of a, a, a social relationship, a professional social relationship that remains, and you're the go-to person for that individual. And then comes next, and then comes next. The difference with a mentor, I believe, is that what Brenna taught us is the five stages of we're teaching and mentoring, and anybody from novice to expert. Mm -hmm. So we are really looking at anything and everything that we can offer somebody over a long period of time with an established relationship. So, so while a preceptor really has a lot of knowledge and is usually doing the job mm -hmm. that you're asked to supervise on, a mentor yeah. may not be doing the same job you are, but they have expertise in that particular situation. Whether it be leadership, infusion therapy, policy and procedure, they're mentoring you to bring you to that level. And it's long, it's long range, so yeah. it has to be a good relationship, and it has to be a trusting relationship. How does someone know if they are a mentor? I mean, how do you know, hey, um, yeah, I can teach somebody how to put an IV in. Is that a mentor? Um, how do you know if you are a mentor? Um, so the first part of your question is, am I a mentor if I can teach somebody to put an IV in? There's a piece of you that is always mentoring. Mm -hmm. In that situation, I sort of equated it yesterday to... When we did training with the paramedics, I totally saw that as being a preceptor. You do this, okay. you do that, you do this, you do that, you're done. Now practice will make perfect, we okay. hope. And it was over. It was mm -hmm. done. It was a check mark. A mentor, you know you're a mentor if you want to seek out somebody who you see might be struggling a little bit or see somebody who you say, this person really has potential and I want to invest myself in this person so I can really bring them along. Okay. And it, by bringing them along, brings on more quality and more to wherever you are in your journey. If I'm mentoring somebody in leadership, then that's gonna help the leadership team. If I'm mentoring somebody in infusion therapy, I'm thinking about getting them involved in committees. I'm thinking about getting them involved in the chapter. I'm thinking about making sure they come to an INS meeting, making sure they understand they have a, a a, a responsibility to really become expert yeah, yeah. in what they're doing. Yeah. And so I think the difference to being a mentor and knowing you're a mentor, you have to have time, you have to have patience, mm -hmm. you have mm -hmm. to be able to give people feedback, 
and you have to be able to encourage and bring people along. You have to be a motivator and an innovator because sometimes it's, it's hard. It almost sounds like there's this underpinning of like having a passion for the, the infusion therapy, for having a passion for leadership. But if you have a passion, that's part of being a mentor. I would agree. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I don't think you can do one without the other. Okay. And I think everybody has um, a mentor somewhere in their nursing career. I mean, I think we can all remember. Um, I'm going to mention her name, Helen Larson. I hope you're out there listening to me. Um, the first day I went on the floor as a student nurse in our little hospital, St. Luke's in Sioux City, Iowa, there was Helen running around with her little tray doing her IV stuff, and, and she became the biggest part of my IV life. She was just fabulous and a great, great mentor and um, helped out a lot of us. Uh, I, I would share that. I think that you do have many mentors along the way. And like you, um, I would probably give a shout out to Judy Crowley, who was a registered nurse at Connie Hospital in mm -hmm. Dorchester, Mass., which is part of Boston. And Judy was a phenomenal clinician, and she was very patient and very humorous. We, we had a great time as mm -hmm. I was learning. Um, but I recall the first day someone said to me, would you like to join the IV team? And I said, join the IV team? I, I don't really know much about IVs. Mm -hmm. That's why we have you guys. Yeah, yeah. It was, I was a med surge nurse. Yeah. Um, but they were like, we really think you would bring a lot to the team, and, you know, we have an opening. So I thought, you know, it's another skill I can learn, so let me give this a try. And so, then, like you're saying, is that they knew, they recognized, they saw that there was somebody that could potentially enhance yep. what they did and mentored you into the team. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And then my opportunities came, you know, three or four years into my role there that I could actually mentor people as well and really feel like I could. And um, interesting here today, um, or at INS, this meeting is um, a nurse that I... I mentored and did precept both at South Shore Hospital named Tracy Adams and um, it's wonderful to see her here. She came alone, you know, she has been networking with people and she's a wonderful clinician. She's been doing that a long time now Excellent. and um, has made a tremendous difference in that hospital's pick team and she's really a stellar, Excellent. stellar It's fun clinician. to see that, isn't it? It's so it's wonderful. It's great to see it. And as um, I don't know if I even want to say it, but as we're all becoming more seasoned, it seems like we have a large group of seasoned nurses anymore, that's where the mentoring becomes so important. It's, it's because we are getting to the point where we're seeing people starting to retire and they're infusion nurses and we need to bring new people in. And the only way we can do that is by mentoring and, right. and establishing those relationships. It's imperative to keeping it going. You know, and I've always just been a big believer in relationships. I think that, um, you know, how how you treat people, how you make them feel, they really never forget. Yeah. And that's what you and I were just talking about. I will never forget how I was made to feel and, and accepted and, and, you know, encouraged. Those things really brought my career along. And we were all busy. We Along the process was getting a degree, bringing up children, and doing all mm -hmm. of those things yeah. that you do. Yeah. But the mentor is over there off to the side just giving you that little push, that little boost that you need. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, now an email, back then a card, something to remind you, you keep going, you got it, yeah. you got this. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I believe that that kind of encouragement is really exceptional. Yeah. And, and the changes we've seen in infusion therapy, I mean, I, I think you even said in the last two to five years has been incredible and we need to be able to to find the people that can adjust to that and bring them along with those changes absolutely 
It feels like you have to put a framework around it. You know, it feels like um, overload can happen pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. So being able to really kind of compartmentalize it and say, you know, these are the important pieces of it. This is what's going to make a difference. You know, how we treat people, how much education we provide for people, how do we get education out there, how do we make sure people know of every opportunity to learn and learn about the specialty. And there is great concern about the new, the new infusion nurse because the new infusion nurse comes to us um, with very little experience and yeah, a yeah. broad variety of clinical applications. Um, they're savvy with computers, they're savvy with e-learning, they're, they're really savvy with all the things that we had to learn as a second trade, but they're savvy with that. They don't have the opportunity to learn in the school setting. That's cool. Most of it, well, I won't say most of us, but back in the day, there was a lot of us. That's where we did learn our yeah. infusion. We That's went, right. um, when we came out onto the units as a new nurse, we already had experience with that. How do we, how do we understand that? For one thing, it's hard for us that how come they're not getting that kind of training and then help them with that. Mm. You know, I, there's something I think about a lot because as I, I come to the end of my career, there aren't a lot of years left to make those kinds of impacts, but I, that is really on the top of my list because mm-hmm. we've known for a while that there has been a lack of specialty education. Um, I, I've had nurses come to home care and look for a position and they have every matching possibility they have no infusion experience i've had nurses come who've never put in a foley catheter now how do we get out of school with a basic basic yeah assessment yeah. skill and really task skill mm-hmm. and not have had that experience yeah. you know and it is difficult and it's expensive to do that as the orienting organization mm-hmm. because you're not sure what the commitment's going to be you know, we don't have people sign that you're going to be with us for three years, but we really do talk up the, the commitment. How we do that, Michelle, I think the partnership with academia is here in front of us. Yep. And I, yep. I think that this is the right time and it's the right opportunities to really start to look at helping academia understand, just like we've helped corporate and like we've helped manufacturers understand mm-hmm. the importance that they play and how we can partner with them. Yeah. I, I, I believe that will happen, and yeah. I believe that's what's actually being placed in front of us as an opportunity. Yeah, I think you're right. It's it's very important, and, and we'll, it, it'll make the the new infusion therapy nurse so much more comfortable coming out um, and make mentoring a bit easier. Well, mentoring is just fun, though. I mean, it, 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 that's right. It is. I, and I think... Um, you know, I think when you put yourself back, it's hard to go back there and imagine that, but when you when you transition from one, say, one department for another, so you, you don't have much experience and you want to become a specialist, you go from being sort of at the top of your game. You might come out of school as a 4-0 student, you're at the top of your game, and now you take your job and you start something and you're back at the bottom again. Yeah. And you, you have to go up. And it's not an easy place to be, and I think... That's a challenge for a lot of young people. We talked about that yesterday. This is the me generation. This is the generation that has instant gratification for most everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. Everybody gets what they need, want, and desire. It's yeah. the, the learning and earning piece of our society is very different now. Yeah. So it's it's difficult to be on the bottom. And yeah. people really do have, they struggle a little bit, but yeah. it's part of the journey. Yeah. It's part of the journey to expert. Or proficiency is part of the journey so hopefully you know with more support out there and more connection to academic and curriculum mm-hmm. 
maybe it will get a lot easier. But I know for sure they're very worried about it's the first thing they ask yeah, about. Yeah. I need therapy. Yeah. How am I going to learn how to do this? It's the how, first where thing. Where do I go to become an That's infusion right. nurse? And you have to, That's that right. mentor is the person that really can can do that yeah, for them. There's no lack of need for education and desire for yeah. education, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, so you have any closing thoughts for us on being mentors? Um, I think that it's, I think the everyday teachable moments, you know, can make can make anybody a mentor. I think take the opportunity to teach whenever you can. Um, ask yourself, what difference is it going to make if I stop and do this? Because sometimes it's the small little things that add up. But really reach out. Think about somebody who you'd like to mentor. This somebody in, in your life as a nurse that you think, you know what? She has potential, and mm -hmm. I'm going to really set out to do that. Mm -hmm. So instead of thinking about it, just do it. Just do just it. Just approach them. Yeah. And, you know, there may be a little resistance initially, but not, not usually after a while. When somebody yeah. takes interest in your career and you, you have the passion that yeah. you spoke yeah. about, um, it comes together. Yeah. It yeah. comes together. Well, if I know anybody who's been a fabulous mentor and not more than just, you know, infusion therapy in that part of my life, it's definitely been you. You have been such a great mentor to so many people. The passion you have for infusion therapy has shined over the years. So... I thank you for sharing that passion again with us here at the meeting and doing a presentation for us and also a podcast. Thanks, Michelle. Um, been a pleasure always to be mentoring you and others, <laughs> and I've learned a lot from you as well. So, you know, it's a two-way street. And Mutual I, admiration society. Mutual, there you go. And I, I, I'm grateful. Thank well, you. Thank Great you. opportunity. Thank you, and we appreciate you, and thanks again. You're um, and we're signing off from this podcast for now from INS 2016. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and Twitter, and we are all over Instagram with our hashtag INS2016. Take care. Bye. Great.